What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome to the show. Got a good one for you today. Uh, I sound like Steve Harvey. We got a good one for you today. I'm watching too much family food. Um, my boy Eric Griffin is here. Love this dude. So much fun, man. Such a lighthearted, beautiful dude. That that delicious caramel skin. That wonderful half-and-half uh, half mocha smooth skin he's got. That racially ambiguous skin he's got. I love Eric Griffin. Uh, he's my man. Uh, I'm not on tour right now. Sadly, uh, I will be back after I'm done filming the second season of FX's Dave. Uh, hopefully, May. I don't even know. We're not sure right now. But andrewsantino.com will have all that information. If you're looking for merch, uh, if you're on YouTube, look down below in the merch bar. You can buy shirts, hats, glasses. Everything's always there. Um, otherwise, go to andrewsantinostore.com. Uh, and if you're on YouTube, please uh, hit the subscribe button down there or there, wherever it is, and hit the notification bell so you know. But we post every single Friday. Uh, but please subscribe and spread that word so it helps us grow together. Also, if you're looking for more Whiskey Ginger content, go to patreon.com slash whiskeygingerpodcast. That's where I do the Cheeto chats, which is solo stuff. And uh, for the top tier, I do Zoom calls uh, where we all sit around and we talk, uh, we talk smack to each other in the Zoom room. It's super fun. I really enjoy doing it, so go check out the Patreon. Help support the show that you enjoy so very much. I'm done rambling. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that from, I guess, but I mean it once again today. It's my man, Eric Griffin, The Return. Yeah, that is... The Return. I'm here again. You're here again. <laughs> I needed you. Well, it's Black History Month. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you look at your Rolodex like, I actually don't know any black people. <laughs> First of all, I know, I, I know more black people than you do, and that's a fact. That's a fact, Okay. <laughs> I wanted to kick off Black History Month lightly. I didn't want I didn't want someone really dark. We're gonna ease people into yeah, like Jamar neighbors. Jamar neighbors will be the end of it. <laughs> we both we both because he was just on Rogan. I think Jamar. that's what it is. Oh, he was? He's in the he's in the lexicon right now. What do you mean? Yeah, he was on Rogan. When? I just saw a thing about it. Oh. Uh. Well, because they were in Austin. Oh, right. Everyone Rogan's knows. starting yeah, yeah. to figure out that, damn, I don't have a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not a, a large pool. I didn't know that he went. I, that's good for him. I love a lot Jamar. Of people are in, uh, they just go. No, I know. I know. Fahim just went down there. Indefinitely, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't. I mean, who knows? What is who knows? Indefinitely. What, what did he sell his condo? What no, no, he? no, no. I just mean he doesn't know when he's going to come back in terms of like, I think he's out there to hang out, do shows. I think he was working remotely on something, and oh, okay, well that makes you sense. know what I'm saying. Like I, yeah. I just think he he'll figure out when he wants to come back when he comes back. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I that's good. That's I didn't know. I don't follow. I don't see Joe's stuff anymore too because now that they switched over to Spotify, I feel like I never see it come up on my feed. Yeah, I think that there there's something going on there. But if I was YouTube, I'd be like if because Spotify is now going to be a direct competitor. Yeah, because they're about to do a video element. They're already doing video. It's just not popular yet. Yeah, it's just not it a be. thing in people's head where they go, "Oh, let's start doing, let's start going to Spotify video." Yeah, you know, then 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 it's, YouTube's got to be like, "Yeah, man, you got to pick." Right. Right. Well, no, because I think while he still puts up clips, I've seen I've seen like a clip pop up. So I think he's allowed to do clips, but he can't do you know full chunks of an episode. 
No, I... I still think his episode doesn't his, his I don't think the episodes aren't on YouTube, I don't think. I think it's only I don't clips. even know. But what's the difference? They still the clips get a million views. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I put up a clip of this show, it's like three thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> his clips the somebody clip. tweeted somebody tweeted today, uh, Billy Bonnell said, um, Oh God, something to the effect of like I should I should just pull it up just to read it directly, but you know, you know Joe Rogan's dog, Marshall. Oh, got like three, like three hundred thousand. Eight, try eight hundred thousand. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> That's it. I'm done, bro. Like, like, that kind of stuff Billy Bonnell infuriates wrote. me. And, and Billy is such a funny comedian. If you don't know Billy Bonnell, look him up. He goes, "In four years, someone might ask me why I quit comedy, and I will sadly reply because Joe Rogan's dog has seven hundred eighty thousand followers, yep. and that really messed with my head." Yeah, I mean, it's so, it's so. Like honestly, when you see that, you're like, that many people want to follow a golden retriever, dude. It's just, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, you just go. Then you, you know. Then you're sitting at home. You're looking at your Instagram. And you're just like, thinking to yourself, matter. like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, this doesn't matter. Like, what, 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 what does this even matter? People know what they want. It's like whatever the new thing is. Like, have you have you got a part of this new dumb clubhouse? You I know, just th- got a request to do a show. Like, a, they, they're doing stand up shows on that app. Yeah, that's what I got told. I, I, I tweeted yesterday. At what point is Instagram going to try to buy Clubhouse? And when they say no. They're just going to do what they're doing. I mean, that's what they all do, right? That's, that's what Instagram's been doing that from the beginning. Right. They it go, was, you, you, if, if you don't let us buy you, we'll just steal your idea. Like, we'll like, just do what you do. Like they try to do TikTok now, like in the Discover thing. You Reels. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Swing and a miss, and yeah. that one's way outside. <laughs> like, Insta, like all these apps are trying to mimic each other or just buy out the property. To me, it's like just stick to what you're good at. I, I like you for what I like you for. I don't like this clubhouse thing. So I haven't even used it. I don't. I, it's I mean, just like some sort of like group chatting, but like like voice, like you know, you just go into a group and you hear people talking, and I don't like that. And another thing I don't like is, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, somebody hit me up. The way you just did that. No, but somebody, and I don't like it. And let me tell you another thing I don't like. <laughs> no, but I just realized something go, right Griff. now. Somebody tweeted at me the other day. Oh, oh, it was a it was a comment on the King and the Sting. It was like it, he goes, he goes, oh, Griffin's on here. I'm not. I'm out because he's a whiny bitch, right? <laughs> really? Yeah. And then another one, somebody tweeted at me like, "You complain on every podcast, you know." And I thought to myself, "Do I?" And I thought, "You know what? Fuck you. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because that's my brand, bitch. Right. <laughs> Bitchin' with Griffin. Yeah, Bitchin' my... with Griffin. <laughs> woo, woo, yeah. woo. That's my brand. Okay. So I thought about. It. I said, "You know what? I'm just going. I'm. I'm. I'm a lean into it. I'm putting my foot in it." Can you imagine if someone said like, "Bill Burr complains too much"? You're like, "That's what. That's what he's good at." <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. You're good, but you're good at st- when you complain. When you and I, I mean, who am I to talk? I complain about everything. When you and I complain, uh, there's there's purpose. It's not just complaining just to complain. I'm just. I have a thing. You, you know whose fault this is? Stupid ass Bobby. This yeah. is Bobby's fault. Everything is his fault. Yeah, because he'll come with his thing. You complain like the way he says it, and then all those all his like troll minions, minions. You know what I mean? They start to be like, yeah, you complain. I was like, are do you listen to Tiger Belly? Just yeah. all he does is complain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He complains all the yeah, time, but all, all of a sudden I'm in. I own complaining. But anyways, <laughs> let me get back to my complaint. <laughs> Bitching with Griffin. So it's like Clubhouse. Yeah. So you get a notification yeah. that like it'll be like, you is know. Is it free, by the way? Yeah. You get a notification that like a discussion is going on. So if you click that notification, all of a sudden you pop into it. 
And then now you're there. You have to say something? And it, then you're like, oh, I heard, I did it. I've done it twice now where I pop in by accident. No, no, you just voice. Oh. Then someone goes, oh, hey, Eric Griffin. I'm like, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Wait, just when you just change your name on there to something else so they don't know it's you. It doesn't even matter. I just don't want, I don't want that. I know, they I need know. to change that. It should ask me, would you like to join? It's like how Zoom is like, do you want to be muted when you join the conversation or, or use video, right? If it says on Zoom, you know, it goes, uh, every time I join something, it doesn't automatically start the video. I have to approve it. I set it up like that. Oh. So when I get into a Zoom, if I'm not ready to be on video, I don't want to be sitting there adjusting myself. And they're like, well, hey, we've been waiting 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I want it to be blank so I can set up. I haven't used it, though. Last night, my friend showed me. Um, he showed me what the app looks like, but I didn't really toy with it. But it seems like it's, 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 it's supposed to be two people having a private conversation that everyone gets to hear. That's what it is, right? I have no idea. Uh-huh. I think that it's a... But they offered a show. I got offered to do stand-up on it. I haven't done stand-up a couple months, and I just am not in a rush to do it. I, I don't know. I, I have a little notepad next to my bed now. I've I been thought, writing I stuff. I thought to myself, let me, do I want to write this? And then I, you'll come up with some premise, and it'll just be like, what? Yeah. You know, like I was thinking about this thing about, like, because who, who cares, right? You know. So I was thinking about this, uh, like, at what point did you realize your parents were dumb or that they didn't really know stuff? Yeah. You know, and, and I remember for me what it was because my mom used to tell me to flush the toilet twice. Twice. I've heard this before. My mom would be like, flush it again. And then I thought it wasn't to a point where I was like, this isn't sucking the smell down on the second flush. <laughs> like, bitch, you dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I, so I was like, oh, that's clear the air. It clears the air. The it, was like, it was like, that doesn't work. And I, that, that's the moment where I thought, oh, my mom don't know science. Like, that's yeah. not scientifically. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> She's beautiful and smart, but just not in that category. Yeah, yeah. she don't know science. So I thought, like, then, then you know, you, you get down a rabbit hole of, like, do our parents, like, what, you know, what, when do you realize you don't know anything? What age do you think it is that you realize you might be smarter than your parents? <sighs> Man, well, well, you think you're smarter than your well, parents. Well, that's no, no, no. But when, when you, you turn like 13 or 14, when do you realize? When do you? What is the age where you go? N- not in general, but I like there's your late 20s that you find out there's some things you go. I can't believe they don't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or you're, or for me, I realized that my mom comes from a, from an era where just being blatantly racist is totally okay. It's still okay today. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just like or you realize some things about your parents like they don't know stuff you go like ooh that's inappropriate like uh, if they say something right I know yes where they say something and you go I know you don't mean that the way that it like what it means you mean it the way it, what it used to mean well I kind of feel like what it used to mean is even worse than what it means now <laughs> maybe you know what I mean maybe so maybe. Like my mom said some stuff where I go ooh you can't say that what did she say she'll say some stuff like and by the way I chalked this also up to the dementia right now but still she has, it's Alzheimer's and dementia or just, just dementia right. Alzheimer's is the word it's a countdown clock to that and then that's a countdown clock to death unfortunately see I'm too dumb to understand because I don't know that they're all they're all they're, they're not all... mutually exclusive but 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 usually dementia leads to Alzheimer's, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what. But our, it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you 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 usually do. You probably do. Yeah, some some weird, you know. So I don't know. Right. Yeah, but my mom's always said like like there was this woman that she used to work with, so like she still thinks she remembers her as if my mom thinks she just retired a week ago. Oh, you know because of the you know yeah yeah yeah. And so, so you know so she'll be like you know this. This tamale-eating Guatemalan bitch, <laughs> you know? 
Dude. Wait. wait. That's so funny. Don't wait. let her say that. Wait. That's hilarious. On Facebook. Okay. Oh, so just out loud to people? Just she's just, you know. So I had to <laughs> I know. So I That's so funny to me. I had to Especially if she used a tamale I, emoji or something. I made it I made it, she don't even know about that. I had I made her private. Like she doesn't know she's not writing to Oh, anyone. she wouldn't know anymore. She oh. doesn't even know. So she's writing stuff. She's into writing to the, the void. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like that kind of stuff. But my mom has said things like that. Like just casually, like like our parents used word terms like towel head. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of that's a term they would use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and so you go, you go, oh man. That's not, you can't say that anymore. Or, you know, so that's the kind of thing where you go, you realize they're not as savvy about r- cultural and racial relations. Uh, they, they might not know one, uh, things about money. Like they might, you know, they might say things like, ooh, I don't do mutual funds. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you start going like things about like, like buying property or like how they want to go about things. And so as you get, I think when you got into your like late 20s, you know, you get 27, 28, is when you're looking at your parents like, oh man, I, I'm becoming a parent. Right. I think it's the moment, like, do you remember the moment, maybe you're, because your parents are great, um, where they're not a comfort anymore. You know that moment where they're just not like, you know? Well, I had to crack out of that shell early because I left, I literally said this today, this morning to the old bag. I said, we, I was out uh, going for a run and I said, you know what's a real trip? I was saying how beautiful it is. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm running outside in February. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, 72. Yeah. I was like, it's a great place. <laughs> but I was saying, you know, it just, I was thinking about LA and I said, man, I've been in outside of Chicago for 19 years or whatever. And it just sunk in my soul. I was like, man, I've been gone for so yeah, long. You're not even from Chicago anymore. No, seriously. So yeah. I had to just kind of like, I learned that I think I learned early on that I was like, I just got to be my own man too fast because they weren't like, you can always come back. Oh, it was never. It wasn't like a. They, get, were, they were measuring your room for like <laughs> uh, bro, for pool so, tables and yeah. stuff like that or whatever they were going to do. Do you want any of this stuff? We're throwing it all away. <laughs> no, but it wasn't like it was never. My parents also were always tough love anyway. I mean, you can tell when you know me. It's like, yeah, I never was coddled. It was never like a. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. It was always like, it's, get up. you're gonna be fine. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. That's a that's a, fra- a phrase my mom, um, my mom used to say all the time, and I told her one time that I didn't like it, but she used to say, um, um, "It'll be okay." Like, you, who shut up? Who cares? It's all. Yeah. But for sometimes you don't want to hear it's gonna yeah. be okay. You want to hear like sometimes you want to be like you. You don't see that that bruise on my knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but she, but the, so the tough love thing and the whole like letting me fly free was kind of part of me having to like get away from the comfort zone, because they were like, "Yeah, if you're gonna go to California, go." But but did your parents were your parents into like corporal punishment? Did you get hit? Yeah, come on, you know that. Okay, okay, I was just I'm, oh, <laughs> well, duh, right? <laughs> yeah, look at me. Yeah, so I remember you can't not hit a red. But I child. remember the moment that that wasn't going to work anymore. The, oh, the hitting. Yeah, right. When you're like, I'm too big to get. Yeah, hit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the moment where I had I grabbed my mom by the shoulders. Yeah, and I was like, Ma, don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, calm down, calm down, all right? You know I can mess you up. You, you know what I mean? Don't like, mom, mm, you know? And so it was like- I don't want to be driving you to I, the hospital. I, I remember that, and I, and I remember her looking at me differently, too. She looked at me like, oh, there's a man in my house now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Well, especially because you're not a small guy. You're tall. You're a big guy. So, like, that's also intimidating to parents. Like, sometimes when my dad would get, like, you know, we'd get into an argument, and he would get, like, up in me. I'm much bigger than them. I'm bigger than them. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So it feels weird f- feeling it. You're like, because you're scared because it's your father. Yeah, there's an emotional. But you're like, oh, I'm also like, I'm, but I'm t- big and tougher than I you. Can, I can. I might. I might. 
<laughs> Dad, you need to. <laughs> But, no, but, but I, my the, mom used to like, oh my goodness. But dude. I would get sma- I would get cracked real hard. We had a hallway in our apartment that like it was connect okay, so there was two doors at the end of a so two hallways connected to each other and two doors at the end. Yeah. So you can literally run around in a circle. Oh right. right so I used right. to run from my mom in a circle. Like know. a like a like a Benny Hill movie. Yeah, or something? she would she literally <laughs> would chase me with a belt. Yeah, that's how yeah. it would be like, you know. And so like but it gets to the point though, like sometimes the whooping would stop because we would both start laughing. You know, because it was because you're chasing, so chasing hilarious. you. Because yeah. he's chasing me, and I would be, like, but I would be laughing like, ha, 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 you know, like thinking, okay, I hope she's not gonna hit me again, you know. Right, but, right, right. And then, I, and then, and then she would say things like, there was a tree in the backyard. She'd be like, go get a switch off that tree. You know what I mean? Mm. And then there was that one time we laughed again because the tree was cut down and she didn't know. So I came back in and I was like, oh my god, the tree's gone. What am I gonna do? But anyway, my point is, there's a moment where you realize, you go, oh. We're looking at our parents in a different way. Right. And then for me, it got to a point where I realized, too, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to look after my, my parents. Well, right. That's, the, that's we all have to serve at some point, right? Like yeah, to yeah. be, you become the parent and all that stuff. And I know you're going through it more. We've talked, you know, a lot about it, actually, about what your mom is going through and all that stuff and you hasn't, having to take care of her. What, what is wild to me is uh, you're having to take care of someone who doesn't know you sometimes. Well, you know what? She, you know, she's got my, her, she's at a mild stage right now. It's still bad, and I don't know what's worse. I mean, it's like, do you want it to be where your your parent doesn't know anything, doesn't know you, or like, how about like she knows you, but she thinks she's in Alaska? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, you know, it's like this weird. Like when I'm talking, and I'm thinking, okay, 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 and then she'll say something, and I'll be like, oh no. So right. it's like, you know, and like I say, knock on wood, my stepfather, he's still doing great, and you know, he, how old is he? He's uh, I don't even know how old he is. He's younger than my mom though, and um, but he's you know I don't know if he's in great health, you know, because I always tell him stop eating cookies, you know what I mean? Yeah, but come on, cookies. Though. I know, right? <laughs> it's like Ooh. at some point, how do you like my grandmother's ninety years old, and she's like, shoot, traveling during Corona, she's like, you gonna tell me not to live now? I'm gonna die. Yeah. Like, it's leave me alone. She's yeah. like, I'll wear a mask, and I'm getting on a plane to go see people. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, they, ju- they were just like, my whole family was like, uh, what are you going to say? I know. At this point. I'm, I lived 90 years. Well, my parents moved to Spain for like four years. Yeah. When, my, when they got on the plane, I looked at my parents, and I looked at my mom, and I had to say in the back of my head, I may never see her again. Yeah. Just because she's in her 70s, I don't know. Yeah. And so, like... But you ended up going to Spain a few times. I know, but it was like... But still, I'm glad I had that thought in my head. Sure. Because it prepared me more for what's happened because now it I haven't seen my mom again. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's not that person that left. And that's, yeah. a, that's a tough... That's the toughest part. Because right. now I, I am glad I went to go visit my mom so many times. I am glad I had that experience. Because now I remember the last time that she was, like, somewhat herself was... When, when I left, a couple weeks later, she fell down. That accelerated the process. She hit her head. I don't know if she hit her head, but I looked this up. Like when someone is like in that range of like where, because she was already having memory problems, so we already knew something was up. Right. But you know, and then even when I, like I said, I visited her for Christmas. I'm, uh, and she says to me, I said, "What's up?" You know, because I could tell she was like, she goes, "You know, I'm getting confused," and she was depressed about that. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to be. That's like I know what she wants. Like she don't want to be on machines, right? You know what I mean. I know this about her. Nobody. I mean, I don't think anybody does. But she's very like she hates feeling like like I know this. That and, and the hard part is, if my mom was aware 
like if she like if it was an out of body experience and she had her faculties and she saw that she was this way, it would crush her. Right. I know this about my mom. Right. Right. So the last, so that was the last time we were together. And then I'm telling Mike, my stepfather, I go, you know what? You need to go to the doctor. We need to go to the doctor. And then as we're talking about doing that, she went on a walk someplace and fell down. Just like tripped? Yeah. She probably tripped and fell, you know? (coughs) Yeah. And then. My cause, she was someplace she wasn't supposed to be. She didn't know where she was, mm-hmm. and then it was like, and that was that. And then yeah. now, and now we're here at this point, right? You know, and then that, that's when the whole thing about her grandmother started. She thinks her grandmother's alive, you know. So she was calling me right after that, being like, er, you know, her grandmother and her aunt, who are both dead. So her aunt, she thinks her aunt is visiting. When okay. soon? No, 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 no. When we were when this was happening in Spain, oh, oh. she's still in Spain. So she's calling me from Spain, being like, Eric, I don't know where Auntie is. She went for a walk and she hasn't come back. And I'm like, Damn. you know, you know, and I'm going like, uh oh. So right. then I get on the phone with Mike and we're like, let's get her on, let's get on a plane and come home. And I knew he was ready to come home anyway because he only moved there for her. She was just, she wanted to be adventurous and do things. And I think they enjoyed themselves because they went, they went traveling all over the place. Yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Because when you're in a place like that, you know, there's so many places to go in Europe. So yeah, they, they did. That's why much. it's so nice, right? So, the, so that, look, again, I I always felt like I lived. I I enjoyed my mom. She helped me, raised me, did all these things for me. So now later in her life, where she doesn't have to worry about money or anything, she's like, okay, I'm going to go do this. Selfishly, I could have been like, I, you can't move to Spain. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know. But I thought, you know what? Let me let them do what they want to do and not stand in the way, just be supportive. But it's hard. Well, it's the same way that like, I still don't, I still, I don't know how my parents did it when I said I'm moving to California. It was 2,000 miles away. Like I know there's a piece of them I was like, you really got to move that far, you know? But, like, they support... It's the same way. Like, you support your mom, and you want her to, to live out her life and not be like, well, I want you here for me. But it's like, at some point, you have to just let people do what they want to do. Yeah, so I feel that way when I think about people, like what you're saying about your grandma. You go, your grandma's 90. Yeah, she did She it. had her time. She's like, <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right, right. This motherfucker lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, if she's like now, and then like, imagine you've lived and, and you barely get to go out as it is because you're 90 years old, yeah. you know? And it's now that the government's telling you like, yeah, you got to stay home. You're like, no. When you live through wars, yeah. <laughs> and the government's like, there's a virus out there. You're like, um, I'll be okay. Yeah. Like I lived through the depression. My my grandmother eats leftovers from like eight years ago. Like yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. Does, like my grandma used to cut mold off cheese. Like this is fine. And bread. Bread too. Yeah. Don't throw that out. I do that now because yeah, of me my too. grandma. Yeah. She go just I, cut off the edge. Yeah. It's I just still did that. Good. Rachel was tripping. She was like, like, and Rachel has like, she'll be like, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she wouldn't even want to take the trash out. Right. She, she, she smells it and she'll be like, I get, I, I love it. You know, Please. I think she's putting it on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't hey, take Eric, sh- help. I know, help. I know, I know. <laughs> the damsel in the trash. Yeah. The, yeah. No, so, I'll cut them. I'll cut mold right off I, of stuff. I did the same thing. But, it, but actually, that's supposed to be okay anyway. Yeah, of course it is. It's just where it's centralized. Yeah. So Also, a little bit of bacteria is fine. We, the same people that say, say they don't like that stuff, they eat cheese. Cheese is mold. Thank you. Yeah, it's already much curdled. It's mold. But she used to be like a, she'd pull out a green block of cheddar cheese. Okay? The whole shit is green. Yeah. Okay? Pull out a knife and just scoop, 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 scoop. There it is. Until it's not. Until anymore. it's, you know, you know yeah. like, oh, no, it's, yeah, it's fine. You know, oh man, what is that? You I know, bet you, you had know? it though. Yeah, what are you supposed to, because well, if you didn't, you get a beating. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't remember having, uh, we would go to my uh, to my grandma's house over the holidays and, 
we call it pop, you know, people say soda, but it's pop in the Midwest. And I never had pop at my grandmother's house that wasn't flat. Never once. Oh. I never opened a pop that went ever in my life. Like oh, for years as they a don't kid, know, they were too old to tighten the. Yeah, yeah. Well, also it's like you you weren't drink, in there. You weren't drinking new pop. No, you were drinking old pop that's been around. I remember being a kid, staying at my grandma's, and she wasn't my real grandma, but she was like, you know, but I called her my grandma. It was a weird relation. When you know, it's like being a kid, uh, being born out of wedlock for what all the different, you know, you have all these weird relationships, you know. Right. But I I remember thinking, oh, this woman comes from a different time. Like, that's the first time I experienced somebody being really old because I'm staying over there for a few days. And I said, um, I was like, oh, okay, well, she was like, yeah, you got to go to bed at 7. And I was like, okay, well, well, can, can I read? I want to read. I, I would read, like, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, those kind of books. Right. She was like, oh, no, there's no reading. The lights are off at 7. And in my mind, I'm like, this old bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like she can't even listen, to, can't yeah. watch the TV. You know, it's like right. it was like this old. And you, it's the first time I was like, man, how did you grow up? Where did you come from? Right. It was the first time I started thinking about like, oh, what's happening now? Probably it wasn't like this for you. And like my generation, even though like I'm still older than you by ten years, probably, yeah. You know, so like my generation, you know, I. I can I remember everything. Like I always say, like I'm the guinea pig generation because we had phone. We so we see our phone, you know. So we had nine seven six numbers, mm-hmm. you know. We had the first call waiting three way. Like all these things were happening, <laughs> you know. And right. you know, you know what I mean. Then we had a computer. And then it was like, what is this? And then it right. just got better. I had a Coleco Vision. I had like like all the <laughs> we. I had the bullshit version of everything people are enjoying now. Right. I had to live through the the, the, the progression. Beta. I had I was the yeah, the beta yeah. of all these things. Right. And so that's when you really notice like, oh man, people from the like. So if I have this, like, what was happening? To people that didn't have right. any of this stuff for her generation, for her generation, it was. I was. It, it, you just think of a nightmare. Then you think of kids now. They're, they're gonna. They're not gonna even understand. <coughs> bless you. Sorry. Not having a cell phone or not understanding like like what like oh well social media is some kind of thing that everybody has right and like you know how you or even something as simple as taking a lot of pictures of themselves. Well, I thought about when. When are you gonna ever? I mean, look, uh, look in your phone right oh, now. Oh, dude, I already know. I have 10,000 plus. Like, what, what, what am I? And then, you know, Apple sucks about organizing it. They know too. Right. A- Apple's uh, photo thing is like a trash bin. And it every is, time you take a picture, you just throw it in there. It's, tra- it's, it's not trash. organized. No, it's they, trash. And this is, look, I've got, got 4,700 photos in here. I don't. Oh, pff, I got way, way more than that. Yeah, but you know why? Because I dumped all the other ones. Oh, okay. That's so when I got my, se- the second time I got a, a new phone, I was tired of being like the uh, the cloud service. The the fo- it was all photos and videos. Yeah, and mostly videos take up all the space. So the dude at the Apple Store was like, "Bro, just dump them on your computer under a drive." And I was like, "Oh right." And then I did, and I thought, "Well, why do I keep any of these?" Yeah, what am I going to look? I'm at Never going to look at them. When am I going to look at this? Only when I'm thumbing through to find an the, old the, photo. The only thing there should be a service where all your photos go into a cloud and they stay there. Then upon your death, then your family can look at them. Oh, uh, that's smart. Because then your family would be like, oh, look at Andrew. Oh, wow, right. a lot of dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> are, these like, uh, all, uh, are these all limp or was he hard in some of these? It's remarkably you know, small. Because you know what's hilarious about Apple's service mm. is I can organize my friends more than I can organize me. Because you know they uh, have that people option. No, I never use oh, it. Oh, you got to use this option. What it is recognizes it? faces. Oh, I, I've seen that in the I photos. I have a folder called, I have an Andrew one. 
I just yeah. go, who is this? I go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, I didn't link it to your contact. Oh, that's Andrew. So then it just keeps organizing me. And so then, I can go to Andrew and say, blah, 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 all these pictures of you from wherever. And I go, oh, okay. Oh, and and now it's listening to us talk about it. I know. It. And then so now it like, knows. Hmm, good idea. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. So you look back at, you know, kids today are always going to assume that there's going to be a million pictures of them. Right. Dude, if I want to see a picture of myself at 10 years old, I got to find some dusty ass photo album you know what I mean? it's not the same my it's- dad's good for one of my dad's best friends sent me a photo that he had found in an old book of me and my sister and he was like check this out you know whatever and making fun of me whatever because yeah. i was looking re- like a real dork and i was like wow where are any of these pictures i know I, it- I don't know like my mom has a baby book me and my sister have a baby book in my dad's like office and that if it wasn't for that album of baby i don't know where else any other pictures of me are so i there's about 10 years where there isn't any photos of me. And then now your phone now is doing this thing where remember this? And you just kind of go, oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen that. When you swipe left yeah. and it pops, that's just, a trip. Just, or just on the, actually, just on the. the that's what I'm saying. The um, the front screen. It'll be like, remember this? Oh, see, I'll get, I, I'll, I'll get them. I don't necessarily know if I like that. I mean, sometimes it's showing no, it's, like, it's sometimes like that it's show nice. was canceled. You know what I mean? The, <laughs> like, 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 I'm dying up here. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I remember when I was working. That was, uh, you know. <laughs> what or, if it said that? Remember when you were working, Eric? Oh. Arrow, Apple's just teasing you? Ugh. Been a long time since you had an audition <laughs> in your calendar. <laughs> right? You sure you still want to do this business? Listen, Apple. No, and honestly, honestly, no, I don't want to do this business anymore. The more I'm into it, the more it's I'm like, It's funny you say that, doing, though. Dude. I mean, I thought, I thought, and I think we've even talked about this before, but it's like, what's happening right now in this past year, I realize, I'm like, I'm, I like being at home. I'm a homebody. I just wish I was independently wealthy. Yeah. Like, I really, like, if the lottery came in right now, not even $100 million, just give me, like, three. A couple. I'd put that Give in me the, a couple. Put that in the bank. Yeah. Tell my guy, just make sure I have enough money to pay my bills. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I would want I would say what I say is this. I would rather do the podcasting thing. I, I don't want I this is what I love the most now. When I say Hollywood, I mean the rigmarole of like going to audition after audition after audition and, and this and this and playing the game Dude. and meeting the person and doing the thing and taking the meeting and done. Like that I don't like anymore because I'm gonna read you a text. You what? Because this, this, is, this is the story of my career. But right like now. this kind of stuff? No, this I want to do forever. Because this is the connective tissue I can finally have to people. This you is know? the story of my career. So I, I did this audition. And, and I'm so tired of these like self-tape auditions. Uh, P.S. I haven't had one. So, so I did, thanks I, for rubbing it so in. So this is like, I go, my man, hey, whatever happened to the audition I did? So this is, it was for Atypical. Okay. What is that? It's oh, the, the Netflix. Netflix show. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. I've seen it. They, they, he puts it in quotes. We adore Eric over here. and thought he did a great job. So no, it's a no. Yeah. yeah, that's a no. They ended up going with this other guy who wor- works all the fucking time. Can we say his name? Yeah, Rizwan Manji. You know who that is? Yes. This dude, like, he... He's booking all your jobs? Works, <laughs> okay? You know what I mean? But we remain huge fans. Like, yeah. like I go, I say the story of my life, you know? Yeah. So, I, so now I text my manager. I just go, so have they... Have they already, you know, I do an audition. I go, have they already, have they sent the we love him but yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love Eric, uh, but we decided to go another direction. Well, the the problem I have with all that process, <clears throat> not to get too inside baseball for listeners, but like nine times out of ten, they've already chosen who they want. This is So so it's it's like, why are we doing do- a dog and pony show then? Unless, of course, the I, director. I got to go into my complaint mode, but go right. on. <laughs> I, just, I feel myself, you know what I mean? Bitching with Griffin, <laughs> yeah. No, it, unless the director really is, unless they really are open open to the character kind of finding itself through what the process, 
when it's something big, usually they know. I mean, this is a good, bad example. They knew they wanted you when we did I'm Dying Up Here Together. They knew they wanted me when we did I'm Dying Up Here Together. Yes, yes, yes. They put on a little bit of a show that's saying, well, we have to run them through the traditional process in the event that something doesn't work. At that point, though, in the testing process, well, they already know. I get it. But this here's my problem, okay? Yeah. Like, if you're going to send me an audition, uh. make the shit meaty where what I'm doing on tape uh. can make you go, oh, I, I like this... But sometimes I had this audition and I go, why am I doing this? Yeah, because you're saying, you're like. Like, like you got 10 years of work. You could be like, oh, you know, what he did on I'm Dying Up Here, what he was doing on the four other shows he's been on. We can see him do this. We can see him doing this. Yes, it's so So why don't we just, you know, just make a choice. So you can have four people where you go, oh, we like what this guy did on that. We like what this guy did on that. Right. Let's see which one we want for the look of whatever. Sure. But you, it's hard because. You don't want to think like that. You don't want to think you're above things. Yeah, but it's not. You don't want to think it. you're better than things. Sometimes I just go. I feel like we're wasting all of our time. That's what it is. I because I go. What it why is. are we wasting our time? Me doing a self. You know how hard it is to get a good self tape. It's man? impossible. It's like it's like come on. And then I, then I'm reading with Rachel. And then like you know, <laughs> <laughs> reading with your significant other is a nightmare. First of all, it's a nightmare. Now she thinks she's fucking. You know what? You, you know she's a casting director. Now no, no, she, no, no. Even worse, she thinks she's like she's auditioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's really reading the lines, like heavily getting into you know it. I mean, she's getting ready. Like, what you getting ready for? You, <laughs> you, you reading an audition? Yo, what if she booked a job and you didn't? They she's say, hey, off who's camera. Reading behind yeah, the we camera. love her. She was so wonderful. I, you know, so I had to deal with that, and so, so sometimes I just go, give me something where I can really bite into this. Like this audition too. That one right there. They want. They they like. Oh, he's a face. They know. Right. You know. Let's just go. And I go. Okay, but don't tell me you looked at this audition and was like, oh yeah, that's a. I'm like, I I can't stand that process. Right. And, and I'm doing commercial auditions right now. This is even a bigger nightmare. Are now, they even shooting a lot right now? Yeah, they are. Huh. They got these like they do their commercials. There's this app called Blue Jean. Okay. Blue Jean. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a, like a casting app. Huh. You know. So you go in. You know, and then they're like, oh, you know, everybody's like, what? You know, like, like how do you, I can't hear, you know, yeah. it's such a nightmare. Please turn your <laughs> camera to the side. Okay. The sides are in the chat. And then right. it's like, I did this one the other day where it was like for, you know, older people, they wanted like an older look, I guess, or a sound. So they had, to, and these people, they didn't know what they, they every single, these grandpas, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just like, I, I don't see it, you know, <clears throat> click the chat, you know, I don't see it. So I just go, man, to go through all that process and then you, you get a no or you get like, you just like, oh, but that's yeah, the but business. You isn't know? it better than, <clears throat> it's better than sitting in the car and in traffic going to a place to then get a no when your whole day was centered around something? It's almost easier to get a no in your house. Sometimes I feel like, yeah, even with those, like you go, I remember doing this, I remember doing an audition for this Matt LeBlanc show, you know what I mean? The Man with the Plan. The Man with the Plan, you know Is that what it's called or the other one? Whatever. Tim Allen has one just like that. Man on the Moon or Man man of War. Working Man. Working Man. I don't know what it is. Man's Man. You know, Last Man Standing. (laughs) That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. So I go, I do the audition. It was such, again, one page. Yeah. Being like, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be to the table read. Yeah. The lines are different. Less. Of course. I was sitting next to a writer. People still laugh at the thing. I said, hey, what happened to all those funny lines I had from the thing? I booked a job off what I, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, they'll probably come back. I don't know. They ain't coming back. Get to the table read before the shoot because it's a three camera. You know, you know, the, you know that little thing, you know? Yeah. Again, lines gone, you know? More lines gone. More lines gone. 
And the director says, Eric, you know, we don't want you to, don't be too big on, you know. And in my mind, I'm thinking, so the thing that you booked me for. Correct. So the thing I did at the audition with all those lines I had. That you loved. That you loved because you hired me. You don't want me to do that. It's insane. Why did you hire me? Dude, then they take away lines to the point where, let's say that's a, this camera's a person, and we have a scene where the original scene now is it's a back and forth, and everybody has lines. Yeah. They've taken away all my lines, but I'm still in the blocking. So I'm standing here. Yeah. What, am, what is this? Thumb in your ass. You know what I mean? And then like you know, he's going through, you know, they're trying to figure out the lines. Yeah. I knew. End of the day, I get a call. I don't know what happened, you know. They I don't cut, know what's going on. They, I got fired. What? Yeah. Okay. But and they then, have to pay you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my god. You know, the, the, the reasoning was like, you know, the reason. I mean, I don't even want to say, uh, but I knew what the deal was. Okay. Yeah. And then I see uh, what's his face that's on the show, uh, Neilan. Oh, know? Kevin. Yeah. He's on the show. You know yeah, yeah. He's been he's, on there. Yeah. And I see him on at the convention. He goes, it happens almost every week, man. Somebody gets fired. You know. too, you, what, you, what do you think it is? You're too funny? People don't want to be upstaged, man. I don't know what it was. A lot of people on their own show do not okay, want to be upstaged. This, which is, you know, the reason why Seinfeld made a billion dollars, because he got upstaged every week. Well, that was, see, okay. that's the one thing I'll say about that show, Intelligent, was Jerry knew he wasn't the funniest. He was like, I'm going to put the funniest people on earth around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people that run, that have these Jerry shows. Jerry wasn't a good actor. Yeah. He was surrounded by Jason Alexander was killing it every he week. Ge- he was he was a genius. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, what's her face? Um, Julia Dreyfus. Julia, Julia Dreyfus. She's, she's won three Emmys on three different shows. Okay, yeah, yeah. like he knew he was like, yeah, I'm just gonna be the guy. I'm gonna bounce off these people. Yeah, he was smart. You know, it's like that's how you. Re- you know, anyways, no, no, it's true because when people make shows now, they always want to be the star, and you're like, why? Don't you're the you know, star. Don't you know it's your name on the thing? <laughs> Just make other people look so good, then you look incredible I by way of. And it's whatever the reason was. And, and it's probably it's ego. It was that, and probably it's like the role was for like an old black black pastor, too. And you know, and so people but think, you do woo woo woo. Yeah, you but got the it. thing is, it's like I don't think sometimes I'm not black enough looking right. for the black that they want in Hollywood. <laughs> they have a <laughs> Eric, I'm sorry, you're just not black enough. But it's like they have you a, a stereotypical type of black sure. that they like. They, they go, we want it to be this. I'm mixed where it could be anything you want. Yeah. They're not sure. It's confusing to people. They're like, well, we've written this for you need to be more this. Whatever it might Some be. Some older white Jewish guy is like, I wrote this for a black black. Yeah. Yeah. Not a soft black. <laughs> yeah. How can you be a little more intimidating? Or it is funny it is. the way that they do that when they write characters and you see who they wrote it for, and it's not them playing it. And it's like, well, then just give it to the person that you wrote it for. Like, if I had Donnell in mind, right? Yeah. And I wrote Donnell Rawlings, a character on a show, but then I casted somebody like Tom Papa. Uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like what you knew who you wanted. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Write the voice that you know it's going to be, and if you don't know and want it open. Well, then leave it open to interpretation, but I don't love it when you do a thing and they go, this is kind of how we saw it. And you want to be like, well, then fucking get them to do it. I always feel then like- get them to do sometimes it. Sometimes I feel like, you know, so you go to an audition and it might say, we need you to be Air Griffin type. You know what I mean? Mm. Then I get there and they're like, you're not quite Air Griffin enough. <laughs> I'm Air Griffin. <laughs> Griffin up though. Griffin up. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I just, I don't know. That, anyway, you go through that whole process and even still- you know, I book the job. Yeah. And I'm still, I'm in the, you know, for something that's like, I'm like, what? I did one day at a time, the new one, you know? 
And I remember I don't like, know what that is. Oh, they did one day at a time. Oh, ne- Netflix. The Netflix. They redid one. the show. Yeah, they You're, redid it, and it's like you know, Gloria Keller on Kellett. I know her. She's awesome. Norman Lear's there. Oh yeah. You know, you know. So I have one scene. Yeah. In a, and it's in the it's in the top of the the episode. You know, right. I got one scene, man. Mm-hmm. People don't understand. I always thought I wanted to be on a three camera sitcom when I first got into the business. You and I used to joke about that. I was I thought that's why I want to be the fat sitcom dad. Right. You know, I really <laughs> thought that that's the thing until I did three camera sitcoms. Man, you got to get you, you there. There's a there's a a run through. And then another run. It was a studio and a network. And the net, the notes. The network notes and studio notes. There was a Sony run through. Right. There was a Norman Lear run through. There was a a Netflix run through. Right. You know, the notes sessions and and all these things. And I was like, I got one scene. And you're talking 20 people in each of these things, all with different opinions about what's going to happen. So 60 people get to voice up. And people still laughed. People people still laughed at a time when we were taping. That they didn't even imagine they were gonna laugh. Sure, of course. Yeah, so it was like this whole like process. It was it was crazy. It was like I, I thought I thought, oh, if I'm ever gonna be on a sitcom, I gotta make sure I'm one of the main characters. Because you work more. Like sure. you know, you're when you're like a peripheral or like, you know, guest star or something like that, like you spend like they want you to be there all week. Right. All week for get one there line. At nine a.m. for one a line. You go through all these walkthroughs. It was like so. It was so different. I, I'm not complaining about it. I'm saying I enjoyed the other shoot, like the single cam, better. Like yeah, because even that has that's just a lot of waiting around. But when you get going, you're going right. Yeah, when you're shooting, you're shooting. When you're shooting, you're shooting. It's not like you're you're not hanging out for a long time. And I think that there's more freedom when you're doing a single cam of. The lines and the the thing, depending on the the the, the depending on the set, but for the most yeah. part, there's a little bit more where my performance is what's gonna make this what it is. Because on three camera sitcoms, it's so much more about the writing. Totally. That you know, like if like if a three cam sitcom sucks, if it's not funny. That is that is that's all on the writers. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's almost not be- a- because it's so meticulous. Well, they about, stick you to the word. They want you. They want the word. The word. They want to like it. It's like then they had these like weird like note sessions where in between scenes uh, somebody comes over and goes, "Just a second, Andrew. I'm gonna I'm we're we're um, we're discussing." And then that person goes over to a little huddle and there's like you know five studio people there <laughs> who are unfunny as fuck. Okay. <laughs> All right, they're just they're just yeah. suit unfunny suit, you know. Just, yeah. They need their they're over there like. Mm, ah, and the guy comes back and they say like, you know, you said we need you to maybe do this. Yeah, do it this way. Yeah, don't say and, say the. You're like okay. Yeah, then you're just sitting there like. I thought it was fine. Yeah, and then you don't also don't want to be, and this is a problem that comics have. I think it's like you get on a set. They've busted their ass. These writers, oh yeah, editors, spent tons of time. Spent tons of times, and they have this script that they go, "This is our shooting script, and we're ready to go." Then we come in as fucking arrogant ass, <laughs> idiot comics, and go, "You know, you know what to make this funnier if I said it this way." Yeah. So, and then they're like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes, so, sometimes it is. I mean, it's it funnier. Is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. We're because I'm that's the hardest part for me. That's the hard part. I got kicked off a couple of them. I did Tone Bell. Tone <laughs> Bell, I've, I tried to do a, sh- uh, a couple of roles on his shows. Never worked. Well, his shows don't work, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Every time I try to do I'm just a, teasing Tone. No, he's, not, he's, be, he's, he's being stay, real. He stay working. I always tease him about yeah, that. Yeah, he's the most worked I'm like, you want another sitcom? Yeah. I think he lives at ABC <laughs> yeah, or NBC or, NBC, or whatever. Yeah, NBC, NBC, whatever it is. No, I tried a few times. And every time I go in on those shows, I just don't, I'm not good with the rhythm. I have nothing against him. I just know I'm not good at it. I just know I'm not good at it. I've tried. Something is missing. You put me in a single camera world, I'm having. It's totally different for me. Yeah, it's different. It's di- I think it's just the nature of it. T- but you know, and then what happens too is like on these three camera sitcoms, when you're performing in front of a live audience, and as a comic, now we about to perform in front of a live audience. Totally. And it's like something changes. Like you know, like well, I said, because you want to sell. Yeah, you're. You want to <sighs> sell it and get the laugh harder. You don't so, want to be the guy that says a line that's a comedic line, you know, and it's like, well, that's why the cheese tasted bad. And it's like smattering, like <laughs> that's you. You're like, Ooh, no, you wanted dude, to just. You know what's funny about a, when you're on a set like that? Because uh-huh. have you ever gone to a taping, one of your friends is, and you're just watching? Yeah, I, no, I've been to one. Yeah. Okay, so I love like, you know, if you look at the writers area, yeah, you always know who got a joke coming up because they're dude. They're, yeah, they pay, yeah, they pay the most like, attention. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're so ready. Here goes my joke, you know. And then if it bombs, that's why the cheese tasted bad. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! Damn it, he did. And then they go, he didn't say it right. He did. You know, We've been rehearsing all week. And then the other people are like, it's off. Something's off about that. That's yeah. when they had the meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got a meeting and they. Go, that's, that's when they that's fire your different. ass. By so the way. I remember testing for Tom Papa had this show. He was going. He was doing a Netflix show. No, it was at CBS. I'm testing. You know. You know, I, dude, we've talked so many times. I don't even know if we've even talked about this before but anyway the night before he tells me he, i get a call from him and he's like you know cbs likes grounded you know they really want you to be grounded <laughs> it's one of these shits man yeah and i'm thinking to myself i have done five auditions for this show you all have laughed at how i am doing it right and the night before the the test right you want to tell me to do it completely different yeah of course so i do it the way that you know grounded grounded whatever that hell that means low key I leave the room producer comes running out Eric remember that note we gave you we're gonna have you go back in again okay just forget all that I say oh you mean so you want me to do it the way I've been doing it (laughs) do it the way that has gotten me right here you you know you mean do that yeah at that point, I'm all I'm in my head. I'm it just boom. I didn't even get it. You didn't get the job. Then they 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 then they made it. It went from series regular to like just recurring, and they gave it to Malcolm Jamal Warner. <laughs> <laughs> I like how mad you just got. Ugh. In here, we pour whiskey. Are you guys looking to design something on the internet to either sell or publish content? or just have a beautiful new website, you got to use Squarespace. I've told you this before. I've used Squarespace myself. That's how I developed my uh, homepage. And uh, it's remarkably easy. I've said this. I'm stupid. You guys know I'm I'm a dumb guy. And I could use it. It's got uh, award-winning 24-7 customer support, which is great because I did need their help multiple times because I'm not smart. But there's beautiful templates you can choose from. You can develop your own. You can do something from scratch. You can use what they've already set up for you. But Squarespace makes it unbelievably easy to uh, get, get something up and running and get a site up, you know, almost immediately. And if you're skilled and you're artistic... Uh, they can take care of almost anything that you need. Uh, but Squarespace can showcase your work and uh, publish content that you're looking or or sell something. Like if you're looking to sell merch like we do, we created our, our uh, merch page through Squarespace. Uh, but if you're looking for a beautiful uh, templates on design help on creating a website, 
you got to do yourself a favor and head over to Squarespace because they have all this built-in search engine optimization uh, and free and secure hosting that helps you stay protected while you're trying to put your product or products out there. Uh, Squarespace is for everybody, not just for graphic designers, artists, and jewelry designers and musicians and whoever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you're making, whatever you're selling, whatever you want out to the world, please use Squarespace. It's incredible. Go to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code whiskey to save yourself 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash whiskey to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey guys, it's been tough, huh? The pandy's been a little bit tough on everybody financially. Everyone's uh, wallets are getting a little tin, little tin. Also, a lot of people are racking up a lot of credit card debt. I know that's a bummer. I know that's hard because you're doing what you have to do. But if you're looking for help, like many people are, please use Upstart. Upstart is the way to go if you're trying to get yourself out of a little financial corner that you've backed yourself into. Um, they find smarter and trusted rates with trusted partners because they uh, they assess more than uh, just one time over with your credit score. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans uh, from $1,000 to $50,000. $50,000. So if you have uh, a little bit of debt or a pretty substantial amount of debt, Upstart, Upstart's going to help you out. You get approved the same day and receive funds as fast as one business day. So if you're in dire straits and you really need it, if debt is taking over your life, do yourself a favor and... Uh, Go to Upstart. It's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. They're there to help you. They're there to get you out of this financial scramble because them stimulus checks aren't doing it, Biden. <laughs> it's not cutting the cake, pal. People need help, and Upstart is there to help you. Find out how to Upstart. Find out how Upstart can uh, lower your monthly payments today. Go over to Upstart.com/whiskey. That's Upstart.com/whiskey. Don't forget to use the URL to let them know we sent you, baby. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash whiskey. Duke Cannon. Isn't that a cool name? Duke Cannon. I really love it. Duke Cannon. What a good company. Duke Duke Cannon sent me um, three products via the mail. And uh, look, over the years, I've tried different stuff for my beard. You know I'm a beardy man. And I've tried all sorts of oils, uh, conditioners, serums. And uh, my, one of my biggest problems with it is I don't like how they smell, truly. A lot of times they send you stuff and you're like, this stinks, man. I don't want this in my face all day. Duke Cannon's products genuinely smell good. I was surprised the first time I, I huffed them. I was like, I actually like this stuff. They sent me uh, the beard wash, the beard oil, and the beard balm. The best damn beard wash, the best damn beard oil, and the best damn beard balm. But I wanted to give you what it was up front a little bit. Um, but listen, a lot of people don't condition their beard uh, a lot of people don't use products in their beard at all. That's fine. I highly recommend you do. It makes it smoother for your skin underneath so you don't break out. It doesn't get as uh, all crunchy and nasty, especially if a loved one is snuggling up against your face. You want to keep it nice and sexy, smelling good and smooth. And it's good for the hair and it's good for your face. Uh, Duke Cannon's products are incredible. They're affordable um, and they stink good, which is, I told you, they, they actually are awesome. Um, you need to do yourself a favor. If you've got hair on your face, uh, man, woman, or child, doesn't matter who you are. Duke Cannon's products are for you. Uh, the smell is uh, delicious. The oak barrel scent is made with Buffalo Trace bourbon, which, come on, <laughs> you know the you know the rocket likes that jazz. And the beard balm is great, too. Each of these things are uh, $15, $30 for the oil, $15 for the wash, $15 for the balm. Super reasonably priced. Um, so if you've got some hair on your face, you need to try uh, Duke Cannon stuff. They are phenomenal. I really do like them. Make 2021 the year. You help your beard fulfill its potential with high-quality beard goods from Duke Cannon. 
Pick up some next time you're at Target or Target, as fancy peeps say. DukeCannon.com is also where you can get them uh, to pursue the full line of superior offerings whenever it's convenient for you. But do it sooner than later. Your best damn beard is waiting. DukeCannon.com. I like Tinters. Those guys need TV work, too. The old school guys need to make a comeback. God, now I'm, he doesn't have any residuals. They're gonna say that about me. They gave it to Eric Griffin. <laughs> That's a good place to be when they say they gave it to you. They gave it to. I him. wish they would give me things. I'm not. Nobody's they're, giving me shit. Yeah, but no man. one's getting anything right. I think right now nothing's happening. This guy that took that role on a typical guy. <laughs> He's on everything. I'm gonna man. have him on the podcast next week. Actually, oh, God. He's gonna come by. He just. Well, you just replace me right now. I just, I just put his, I, right. I just cut into you. Yeah, yeah. He's there. I'm like, oh, thank God, I had to get rid of him, man. No, but you know what though? Of all the perils of all that stuff, <clears throat> I have a sickening sense that I know I love it so much because when you're in it, it is fun. So like, yeah, yeah, that's true. All the stuff sucks. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like stand up. I don't. We like, talk about practice. That's yeah, what it, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, right I don't now. like. I don't like traveling. I don't the like planes. I don't like sucks. hotels. I don't like. All, but I do. Sucks. But but when you're on stage, just like when you're when you're shooting a show, it, there is nothing more fun. Yeah, that's true. You get to be a little kid in your little free bullshit world that's and true. do whatever you want, and it's you're uh, playing but, dress up, you know. But you know, it's like that's why part of it's funny because Al Madrigal was just calling me right now, and it's funny because it just brings me hey. back to like how hey, what's, fun. What are you doing? <laughs> what's going on? By the way, people don't know Al Madrigal. Uh, Al Al Madrigal, hilarious comedian, good dude. If you're friends with him. <laughs> If he doesn't like you, it's the way he's the worst guy to have as an enemy. Yeah. Of all time. I've seen him light up people just, just because they said one wrong thing to him. But I think back to how fun it was to do I'm dying up here because what we're doing right now, we would just do every day. Yeah. Like like my favorite moment of I'm dying up here that I knew that this was gonna be what an experience this was gonna be is you, me, and Al are standing in that hallway. Yeah, and they're rehearsing a scene. They're not even rehearsing, you know. And we were just having our normal dudes over thirty-five, yeah. chilling. Yeah. Melissa Leo comes over <laughs> and scolds us like we're six years old. Yep. Like, don't talk during the boom, boom, boom. Don't you dare be you know, talking during the you know, rehearsal. And I just, we all looked at each other and had like this really nice unspoken communication, like, "Oh, bitch." <laughs> 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 but not, but but still respect because we didn't say it out loud. No, well, because we it was one of those things. You're like, what am I gonna get? What, what, what am I with tell her? the Oscar winner to like yeah. go fuck herself? No, we didn't do that. No. It was like, but we had that look like you need to mm-hmm. this. You know, the same the same look when your dad was front, when when your parents fronting on you and you're bigger than them. It's the same like. I could, you know, what are we doing? I'm so bigger than you, man. I knew it was gonna be fun, and I remember like Al and I are standing there, and Clark Duke gets out of his car. And he walks up with a Louis Vuitton bag Gets out of his and por- some Gucci, Porsche. his his old school 911 Porsche, you know, right. the one with the fin right. that looks like it's in an 80s sitcom. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's such a little pretentious, you know. You know and he's got his, <laughs> <laughs> he's got his like, you know, gazelle, Gucci, whatever he has on. Yeah. And then we, and- <laughs> Al and I start ripping. Just him. roasting him, roasting him. And I saw the look on his face where he was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny, though? That's why, because on an, on an actor world... None of those actors are going to make fun of each other when they pull into the lot. It's never going to happen. Oh, that's... that's when there's comedians on, the, it's over. Those actor ones, they really got a rude awakening about right. like dealing with us. Yeah, because it was a nightmare. They yeah, were like, it was what? a nightmare. We, we can't do anything without like, getting made fun of. Sometimes Ari, just she'd had enough. 
you know, all the she, time. And she would be like, okay, guys, yeah. okay, that's enough. You yeah. know? And we, we, I would know. I'd be like, okay, you know what? She right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got, we, but also, we were doing a comedy show. Well, it was a drama, but every time we, but but it was about comedians, comedians. Do, being doing like if it was based in right now, there'd be a scene where we'd be having a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> sure, seriously, you know what I mean, fucking around and talking on a podcast, and then it would cut, and there'd be something that would happen. And speaking then, you know, of which, dude, I just saw, I just saw Netflix inked a deal to do a show or a movie about the GameStop stock stuff. Already? That's what I said. I was like, it just happened. Already? Yeah, I think it was a movie. But they already got a guy to do it. They signed on some young, famous, good-looking actor to do it. They're jumping on stuff so fast. Netflix makes so, Netflix makes so much stuff that they, they have a, now a, a button, an icon that just says, play something for me, that you can just hit it, and it's random shuffle. They're shuffling co- content. That's how much shit they have shows and movies. Well, they need it. I mean, they have to. Yeah, but it's unbelievable how much it is. It's overwhelming. And by the way, sitting at home all the time now, watching all these, you know, apps now, I feel like there's nothing on. Man. There's nothing on. I know exactly There's what a you're million saying. things and there's almost nothing to watch. And then, and then, But what's crazy though is you could sit there for 30 minutes scrolling through yeah. Netflix going, there's nothing on this. Even though like, like, you know, th- things are zooming by. But you're like, I don't know what that, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch that. I want to watch that. And if it's old properties, you know, sometimes I want to watch an old movie. But for some reason, every time I'm like, oh, I love that movie. I'll look it up on Netflix and it's not there. Or I can't stand starting to watch a show and not realize that this show is ten years old. Oh, I've done that a bunch. Like I got excited about this new show. Like you, I think it's called "You're the One" or "You're the the." the last, oh, I watched it. Last one. It's the one no, with the the kid from the, the the comic from the comic store, the black kid with like all the hair. He was dating a girl that was uh, dating Jeff Ross. Oh, I watched. He was on this MTV show. Yeah, are you the one? Are you the one? Yeah, we watched it. I watched. It. I started watching it and I loved it. Yeah, it was I, hilarious. I was like, and then I looked at, it, I was like, but something feels old about this. Yeah, it feels like. Then I looked at, it, I was like, oh, this was two thousand and I was like six. I think. Damn it, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got me too. It got me. Then you look, I, then you I look at, it. you look on MTV, you go, oh, there's six seasons of this. Yeah, these people are all dead. <laughs> Every- or they're trying to be comics. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought this was, I did I watched I did that same exact thing. But you yeah. know what? Now, you know, now I've decided at night I'm not starting new shows. I don't want to do it anymore because I did it. And now stuff is open. So hopefully we went and I got a drink the other day. I went out to the I want to get some I haven't been to a restaurant yet. I'm trying to go get something to let's eat. Let's go. Yeah, we should do that. I went this. I went uh I went to a restaurant by the house. Dude, you can tell people have missed being out. I'm telling you, yeah. people were partying. We went to go have just a, just a little bit something to eat, and you're sitting outside in a parking lot, basically. And th- this table was so fucked up. It was like 12 <laughs> people just drinking like the, the world was over. And this woman gets up, and she's got like a chalice of beer. And these two women are walking with her, and they're walking. I thought they were going to have a cigarette around the corner, but they're, they're apparently walking this woman to her car. I'm not kidding. She falls. I don't see this. She falls. The one woman comes running back and gets one of the guys and is like, Barbara fell. He's like, Barb fell? It was like a whole, and I wanted to turn and be like, yeah, that bitch fell. She was fucked. She couldn't even stand up. And they were taking her to her car. People are ready to go get fucking wild. I hope because of this, people being so anxious to get back out, that when the world opens up, it's going to be party time, man. I hope all, like. We got to go to comedy clubs. Yeah, no, all that shit. I hope all that stuff opens up, man. I want to, like, the first thing I want to do, I'm such a nerd. You know, the first thing I want to do when everything's bad, I want to go bowling bad. I miss bowling. I want to do karaoke. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> go get lit up and do karaoke in Koreatown. I don't even get drunk and I like doing karaoke. Yeah, but you like watching me get drunk. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get drunk in the room, do karaoke with you. Yeah, I want to go to those seedy little fun dive bar, shitty, weird restaurants. I miss all of that stuff. I hope it comes going to happen soon, man. I just I don't know if you ever watch Bill Maher's show. You ever watch Bill Maher? You ever watch? Real no, Talk? ever since he said the N-word, I just can't watch it you, anymore. You're the second. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because you're the second yeah. white guy to say that to me. And I was just like, oh, shut up. No, no, you know I like that. I don't know. You know I like the N-word. <laughs> that, that just was dumb. I would, I would say it if I could. No, he. I, I, don't, watch, I don't watch it because sometimes... Um, Sometimes he annoys the shit out of me, and okay. I just I'm like I, I, I get that. Sometimes and- he's so annoying where I'm like, oh god, like it's just oh, it's it's the way that people talk about Fox News. You know, people are like oh, oh Fox News. Bill Maher's the same to me sometimes when I'm like, oh, but I don't. You're saying to me they're all the same. Yeah, to they me are. they're all the same. It's like Rachel Maddow and like Sean Hannity. They're not different. Or Sean Hannity and, and Bill Maher, Don Lemon. And yeah, all they're guys. all the same. They right, all like they right. don't realize that they're exactly the same. Yeah. They're just speaking on the other side, but they're talking and doing and yeah. and the pretentiousness and the arrogance and all that. But what stuff happened that they on Bill Maher that you watched? Well, him. they had this. They had these. He had these two. A couple that were scientists. A scientific couple, and they were like like evolutionary virus studying and they were talking about the you oh. know and it would it, it freaked me out a little bit just how they were talking about this and how like it was it's been politicized and you know basically alluding that like you know when Trump called it the China virus you know he probably shouldn't have said it like that but he wasn't wrong you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you are it made everyone laugh you could say it's insensitive and be like oh it's racial but when he said he it I was like that it, is funny. but he shouldn't have said laugh. it like that he shouldn't yeah. have been but it's like now that you know it's like very, very like the scientific world is very much like this was made in a lab it was you know and yeah. even if their intention was to like study viruses but it was made in a lab and it got out now the question is like did it get out on purpose purpose did it get out because somebody was being an idiot right but it's like and then like how like you know like usually viruses when they mutate they get weaker because the virus wants to live but for some reason this one generated in a lab seems to be getting worse and yeah. you just go they, they made you feel like well what's going on and they, they, they were very much like look people don't got the right information and you know it's a year later now people are talking about this china lab stuff now people are saying it without you know, they could say it without being like demonized, or, right? Right. Trumpized, rather being Trumpized. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just, you know, it's like, yeah, you, you, maybe you didn't like Trump. Okay, but it don't mean he was wrong all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why everybody followed him on Twitter. It's like they you know you know hated him so much, you loved him too. You know, it'd be, you know, it'd be like if like somebody fell down in front of Hitler and he was like, oh, come here, let me help. And they're you like, up. don't touch her, yeah. Hitler. <laughs> You don't get to people help act, people, people up. People act like Hitler never was like, oh, let me help you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hitler was known to help people up. That was his I'm whole thing. No. It's, like, it's like, you know, it's like, I, I, like, Hitler it's held like, the I door. get it. You don't like the guy. I get it. He did a lot of deplorable things. I get like, you know, but it was like, he actually like, he actually did a couple of things, you know, a couple of bills and things that he passed. Yeah. Whatever his intentions were, he actually did some some stuff. You go, oh, it, Trump did that? The greatest <laughs> like irony. Like criminal is, reform. He did right. a lot of criminal he did a reform. Ton of it. Yeah. Like, it's like a lot of people got let out of prison because of Trump. Right. Ref- his criminal reform, his intentions, whatever they may be, is fine. Like I saw this guy actually on Van Van Jones or Van. Yeah. yeah. He was talking about it. He was saying like, like Trump's intentions might have been. Oh no, he wasn't even saying Trump. He was saying like when you got the left and the right, he had this other guy on there. It's interesting how he said it. Like the left might have it for whatever their intentions for doing something might be. Uh, they want to, let's say, have criminal reform. The right might be doing it because it saves money. 
Right. Like, let's let people out of jail for dumb stuff because we're paying money to keep them in jail. Yeah. So let's get them out of jail. Yeah. So these two places are coming from different places for the same result. Right. That's how the two sides can work together. Right. You know? So what I'm saying is, like, that's why, like, yeah, so maybe the dude had whatever intentions. But anyway, I, I just, you hear, not to get into all, let's not even talk about it. I'm just saying... Whatever this the, the the what's happening with COVID and the vaccines and all this stuff, I hope we can get past it all and like stop making it political. So we can like, I just want to get back to work. I just yeah. want to be in a comedy club again where I can look out and see faces looking at me. You know, because right now we're gonna have to already deal with, you know, they're gonna have to wear a mask in a comedy club probably forever now. Or as long I think, as we're I think doing people it. will be, be wearing masks for a long time. Yeah, but that's going to suck because now <laughs> people can just heckle like this. You ain't shit, <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? You ain't funny. Yeah, I'll pull down your mask and say that. <laughs> you know, so it's going to yeah. be, we're going to have to deal with that. You know, but I just, I don't know, man. Every time I see like, you know, I look at concert footage and I just think like how beautiful it is when you see an artist, no matter who they are, if you like them or not, when you see them in concert and you see all the people in that building just kind of like rocking out together, you know, for this one person, I just go, damn, I, I, we need that. Oh, bad. We, we need that. Like, bad. that's who we are. We're communal like yeah, that. Yeah, we are. That's why we, love, that's why we love neighborhoods, communities. That's why we have these little cliques. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we, we're obsessed with being in a thing with other people. Isolation is a sick thing. Like, wh- like wh- I've, I watched that show. Um, oh God, it's like how to sur- you had to survive. I talked about it before, but they had to survive out in like the middle of nowhere. Oh, for- there's a lot of those. I know. What yeah, you yeah, but this and the prize is a million dollars or yeah. whatever, and a, whatever the name of the show. But the one woman was like alone I, and afraid, or yeah, no, it, I think like it was that. just called alone. It was just called alone. Okay. And she was like, um, she's like, I'm. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. Away from people is where I want to be. I'm self sufficient. Yada yada yada. And I was like, yeah, good for you. Also, mentally ill. Like, to, to not want to be around any sort of form of life, that's well, creepy to me. Well, sometimes I think people want to remove themselves from other people because they, it's like, it reminds me of like, you know, Rick Glassman. You know, Rick's got his OCD and it's like, it's, yeah. very, it's very debilitating for him sometimes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, but, and Rick, I feel like he enjoys, like, being like away from people, not because he likes being alone, but it's easier. Yeah, but he likes still being in the real world of you know what I mean. Like he was. I know, you know but I, mean? I feel like there's some people that they're not doing it for you know because they're like I'm a, I can I like sometimes it's just like damn it's hard to be around other people. Yeah, it's hard to deal with other people and their nonsense. It's hard to deal with people that look at you a certain way. And sometimes it's best just to be like ah. I'm just going to be like a, no, a shut-in like that fat guy in Seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and a serial killer has to come feed you SpaghettiOs <laughs> to get your fat ass back in society. You know but what I'll mean? tell you what, it, well, this what's also kind of hard is like now, uh, especially because I'm going out, we're going out like a little bit more and there's stuff kind of happening. I'm running errands and all this stuff and like life is picking back up again. And now I found if, if somebody maybe recognizes me, I can't be like, I'm not allowed to be publicly annoyed with stuff anymore. Like now I'm like, oh, I got to be careful. If I'm annoyed and someone's like, hey, man, and I'm in a shitty mood and I'm like, hey, and they're like, well, the fucking dick. But and they don't that know. That goes that, right to like, you know, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, a, there's it, a Reddit. You but know? I thought about that the other day because some guy at CVS was. But that's part of the social contract you sign when you become a celebrity. When you go into the I'm entertainment. I'm not a fucking celebrity. It's just when they know no, when no, you're no, recognized. No, dude, you're a celebrity enough, okay? 
Like you're a celebrity enough that when somebody recognizes you, there is a responsibility you not put on to a be show. a complete dickhead. Yeah, no, you have to. Yeah, you, even if you're in a bad, <laughs> even if you're in a bad mood, that's the other thing. Is like you don't know what's going on in my day. That like I, sometimes you're just having a bad day and you just don't. I'm not being. A, you're not being an ant. Like, um, uh, like uh, people have no boundaries. Yeah, no. Well, and I think it's harder for. Uh, Do you see this woman with LeBron? You watch this whole thing. Oh, I love it. It's hilarious. He tweeted at her. Yeah. He tweeted at her like uh, the courtside Karen. Yeah, courtside oh, Karen. I, I died. God. If you don't First know, all, no mask know, on. Yeah, no, okay. no, no. And got her mask down, uh-huh. acting up. But you know when I saw that man, it's funny you bring this up because who are the worst hecklers at comedy clubs? I mean, you can say it. You nervous? You nervous? White, white women. Just women in general. A white women for sure. White women. You know you're right. Yeah. Like white women at the top of the female uh, the, the list. The tip top. But they are the worst heckler. No boundaries. Yeah, none. No decorum. Nope. No. Just they they do and say and act like just funky as hell. And then when you clap back at them, Woo! because they've started the shit. Tears. 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 They cry. And then the dude has to be like, it's fucked up, dude, you piece of shit. Then You're like, comes she thing. yelled at me, though. She started all this shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. So then you have to have this. Oh, my God. I had to, I, TMZ picked up that story. You remember that thing where the lady tried to hit me? She didn't hit me. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And so TMZ picks it up. Eric, we're running with the story that the, the, the heckler hit you. And I was like, no, she didn't hit me. It just looks like that from behind. Right. She didn't you know hit I mean? me, though. She didn't hit yeah. me. She was acting up. Okay, acting yeah. up. I was going in. Okay. By the, by the way, all, by the way, all of these women that yell at clubs and start shit are always blacked out, drunk. Always. It's never been some sober couple having a good time. It's not someone having a drink or two. It's always some chick who's blacked out, who and probably doesn't even remember it. Too far. They go, they go way too far. far. They say all this stuff. They get. See, I don't. I disagree with that. I don't think it's always blacked out. I oh, think I it's think like, it's always. Drunk. I think it's, to me, I always like make fun of them because I'll be like, oh, I, I get it. You're dressed up. You're beautiful. You're probably one of the prettiest chicks in this room right now, but everyone's looking at the weird guy. Right. So you need some attention right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let me hit you with some attention right That's now. That's what happened on the girl on the court side. She just wanted yes. attention. By the way, she put, a, she put up a video, and I clicked on it to look at who she was and all the stuff. Uh-huh. And she's like, he was talking shit to my husband, da-da-da. And they look like... You know, the typical Miami, I know it's not Miami, but they look like this, he's like an older dude, silver fox, spends money on shit that he thinks is going to make him feel young again. And she. Her. (laughs) Yeah. And her. It. Yeah. And she, by the way, she at some point says her age. And I looked at this woman. This is my biggest gripe with young, rich people. She was 25. Dude, this bitch looks 40. And not because I'm, I'm trying to make fun of her. It's because when they get so much shit done to their fucking face, yeah, she did look. They look forty-five. You're like, bitch, you're twenty-five. Like how, you know what's funny though? That's funny as like, you know, it's funny how. But by the way, let LeBron, me say this. I'll go ahead. But the thing that pissed me off the most was going back to how we started this. LeBron and all these other athletes, they have to continually be reserved, even though on a constant basis, people are saying the dumbest shit. If you've ever been to a live sporting event, the amount of dumb shit... Guilty. This motherfucker... <laughs> I mean, the amount of I shit... In. ...getting hurled at them. <laughs> so for them to even just put up with it every single game, it's a thing that they've signed mentally. It's like, that's a part of this thing. But once in a while, it's nice to see LeBron be like, shut up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what he... It's nice to see that. You know what's funny? He said... The way he, I saw this thing about him talking about it because he goes, he goes, you know, I don't know what happened with her, but you know, 
I was having a conversation amongst men. You know what I mean? Like he was saying it in a way that it was like, it was like, yo. Because her husband was talking shit. And this is what I'm talking about. He yeah. was like, I was handling it. Because it was like, because what you want to happen is they're walking around a corner by themselves and they run into LeBron James. A <laughs> different story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my point right there. <laughs> Like, let's say they just at yeah. Ralph's, you right, know what right. I mean? And they headed to their right. car, and they walk around the corner, LeBron's I looking talk at I'll talk to you for a second. Yeah, can we, can we have a conversation? Yeah. Because uh, I remember you sitting courtside acting like you own the team. Right. Can we have a talk now? <laughs> He's going to be like, uh, you, know, you know what I mean? It's like, so that's the real problem right there. It's like, right. sometimes not enough, not enough people have gotten smacked in the face. Yeah, no one gets, yeah. No, no one gets, no one gets. Cracked. Or just. You know, where where you have a big, strong black dude like that put their hand on your shoulder like, yo, I think you should chill. Because <laughs> yeah. I could Because it would be a whole apart. different, it could be a whole different situation. Well, you need to go back to the Ron Artest days. Adam and people... Adam, Adam and I, you know, we were going to the Clipper games. Uh -huh. So we're playing, there. the Russell Westbrook's playing, yeah. you know? Adam and I are going in. You suck, Russell, boom, boom, boom. Dude, this dude turns and he looks right at us. Yeah. You know how intense that dude is oh if you watch God. basketball. I'm scared of him when I see him on TV. He looked at us in a way that Adam and I both went like this. <laughs> okay? And we was looking at each other. Yeah. We, you know, we just playing, man. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're just kidding around. A yeah. dude, one of the press guys said, what'd y'all say to Russell? <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, the gall, yeah. the balls on those people to think that there's no fence. Uh-uh. They're on the floor. There's no fence. Nah. This, these are gladiators out there. In Roman times, bitch, your ass wouldn't be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be yelling at some dude fighting a lion because right. he might throw that, throw that sword at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had to be separated because these people are, you know, like, it's like, like so I get what you're saying. Like, uh, guys like that, they always have to carry themselves in a certain way. And They don't get any credit for that, by the way. Basketball players specifically. Like, yeah. like, like football, the closest guy is not close at all. They barely can hear people. You know what I mean? Also, though, you're not talking to a football player like that. Of course not. There is something, but but there's something that's associated with a violent sport. Right. That you feel like, especially with CT and right. you know, you, right. you, uh, 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 you're not sitting in the front row of a football game yelling at a football player like as if if the what if LeBron said, "Let's take it outside." Yeah, or or just gets out and swings. <laughs> like he could have just walked over there. Right, he could have just he been like, smacked got, that dude in the face. What if LeBron went like this? I got enough money. Yeah, I've done it. I'm 36. Nike gave me a billion. I got a billion. I got a. Companies. I can smack this bitch. Let in me the go smack. No, no, he don't smack her. <laughs> no, him. I'm she, saying the dude. She, she. He grabs the husband and he just look like here's the husband. He looks at the wife like this. <laughs> he just slowly beating just him. Slowly beating. What, what were you saying? You say know, it again. That, yeah, say that Call again. Call me a bitch one more time. And she would just be like. That's ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 like. That's, like, that's all you have to do. It's like, I've seen, dude, how many times have you seen? I've seen fights break out at comedy shows. Oh, God. Because of women. Chattering. Chattering. Oh, and yeah. then the dude's got to step in. And now there's a brawl. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, yo. I've like, seen it at the store so many times. People don't want to say, it's not, and it's so, it's so funny. It's like, this isn't us trying to make a point about women at shows. No, 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 exactly. This Please, is, the truth let, is. Just put the disclaimer out there even yeah, more, man. I know. This ain't a sexist thing. No, this no. The about, truth is, every know, time we're at shows, comedy shows, and something like that happens to me. I know you said it's always a drunk chick. Because if it's a drunk dude, usually the dude 
gets embarrassed enough. That's exactly where he either shuts up. His buddies are like, "Shut the fuck up, Mark!" Everybody gets, or him. <laughs> they get him out because he's too fucked up. Like it's rare that it escalates to a point of like emotions, right? Where women in clubs will just let it emotionally ride. They don't. They just don't care. Dudes kind of have this meter where they're like, all their friends are shitting on him, and the security is eventually like, "Dude, get the fuck out! You're this, you're gone." This chick in Kentucky, she. Goes too far. It's crazy. They finally get her outside because they had to call the police. You know what? So I'm talking to the cop, and she's over there now. She's crying. They were picking, were picking up on me, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And I'm sure she talked first, didn't she? Oh my! Of course, you, she she yells some shit out at you, and then you say something back. Wouldn't stop. Wouldn't right. Stop. Wouldn't stop. You're not gonna win. Right. I have just, a mic, stop. and it's amplified. You're not gonna beat me in that battle. Right. It's just never gonna happen. Why did you say such mean stuff? Yeah. Then go, and then she's crying, and then the cop says, "Do you want to press charges?" You know, and I say to him, let's just pretend like I'm pressing charges. Over oh, real? Yeah. <laughs> so I said, I'm going I'm to I'm flail my arms and point at her like I'm talking about her right now. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. You know, and then I was like, I just, you know. So I was like, yeah, and then she did this. You know, you know what I mean? I'm going to arrest her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, it don't matter. Because then I become the punk. Yeah, but you don't need to. It's just not worth it. But you, But like... It's just it's part of this culture that like I hope when we return doesn't exist anymore. It will. It's always going it to exist. Shut up, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's going to exist. I know. It's still happening now. Now it's like it's going to be even worse. Are you getting people are getting it's gonna uh, be even heckled worse online? Yeah, because now it's going to be like you know I was at a show last night and Andrew Santino said something <laughs> to a female audience member. <laughs> right. But, but it's going to be like that now. Where now you have to be on your p's and q's. Well, what I do, dude. What I always did before, I avoided. Those people relentlessly. When I was a young comic, I used to take them on all the time. Yeah, me too. And honestly, dude, in the past couple of years, I don't hear or see you to a point yeah. where it's almost maniacal. Like I can feel them being like, what the fuck? Like I've skipped over what they've said three times and I'll just keep going with my act to the point yeah. where you can feel them drain into nothing i talked to my therapist about it back when i was going regularly mm. and i was like i don't know i get so angry and i th and i thought part of it is because i'm doing this thing i'm doing my act it's something i've worked on and cultivated i've made something it, i care I've made about. you believe that i'm coming up with this at the top of my head but no this is scripted i'm right. i'm you know that's part of my performance it's a credit to me actually you know yeah. what i'm saying so i'm like trying and then like you're interrupting me with some nonsense and so i used to let that like oh man it would be a fire in my soul that i'd be like i and i would be like I remember I, I was in texas early on i'd say to this girl i said you need to shut up are you gonna be outside crying okay <laughs> just like that girl in kentucky okay sure enough and sure enough she storms out after me telling her off and the security guard's like bro she was outside crying you know what i mean what are you yeah. what are you said to her and then i started to realize oh then it becomes then it's on me then you're the bad then guy then i'm the bad guy and yeah. i am the bad guy right you know cuz this is why right. this is why and this is me scolding myself right now about this we're like kung fu experts with our tongue okay yeah. and i'm not talking about <laughs> 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 just kidding <laughs> But we're we're so like if I know kung fu and I'm at a bar and a drunk guy starts acting up and I beat your ass, that's on me. That's on you. Because I'm trained, right. I should know better. Right. It's the same thing verbally. 
I, you're I'm going to destroy you. It's not going to be it's I know you hard. think you're funny. You're not going to... because I And I'm a kamikaze about it. I'll take us all down. <laughs> this, yeah. You know you what will. I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like, you want to call me fat? Okay, yeah. Well, this fat guy is about to... You know, and I don't care. I'm going to take it all in. I'm like I'm like Eminem in 8 Mile. I am from the ghetto. I am. You know what I mean? You're not going to beat me in this. Right, okay? Right. So I just... You know, and I realize, well, then you see this person... And they're crying because of the words that you said. They're crying because of like, this happened to me at, at, at Trippin' on Tuesday at the comedy store. This chick, she's going in. Tell them what Trippin' on Tuesday is. See, that you so racist? That's, <laughs> that You just said, let them know about the black show that you did. <laughs> I'm kidding. Trippin' on Tuesday is the black show. It was, okay. So there's these, a historic show. Back these, three, these two, three girls, they're sitting in the front row and they, they starting in, you know, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, I ain't having it today. You know, so then I just started, you know, I was like, I just was saying all these things. Then this one girl, she really is taking it personal. She takes one step and she's on the stage. Oh, shit. And she's standing next to me like this. <laughs> you know, yeah. I got the mic in my hand. I look, security's laughing. Yeah, at the store. They're not, they're security like- is laughing. Even- but they had real security. Yeah. He's like, oh, and I'm thinking to myself, please come get this. What am I going to do? <laughs> what if she hits me? Yeah. What am I, hit her? Yeah, you hit her back. You know what I mean? I, and I'm still making jokes. I'm trying to keep it like, you know? Right. And it was crazy. It turns into a whole thing. It's one of those moments where you go, oh, man, did you see Griffin? with the yeah, People yeah. think it's funny. But afterwards, the girl wouldn't leave. She stayed. She sat there with her friends. In the front row. In the front row until everyone left. And I peeked through the window, and I saw her face. And I knew it was like she was completely embarrassed. Um, and completely like, and I thought to myself, oh, I went too far. Yeah. It wasn't worth that. No, it's you not. You know what I mean? It's not worth that. Because you're trained and you should have known better. I should have known you better. You shouldn't have used all your power. I, I could have handled it in a way that I could have shut it down and she would think it's funny and I think it's funny and we just let it go. Right. But there's this thing that like, you know, you get in touch with. And so I'm, I'm trying to work on like, let me calm down. You know, let me... You know, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so more recently, I haven't. I've tried not to 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 be like that. You know, there's. It's like, I don't know, man. It's a skill. It's a skill to let things bro- roll off your shoulder. Yeah, but I see people that do it, and I think it comes along with time. I think the longer you do a thing, you're 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 a lot more apt to just learn to let things go. Sometimes you just get in the mood. I've seen, man. I saw. I've seen Rogan. I've seen Rogan one night at the comedy store. Just crack. Just crack, you yeah. know? And I just, you know, you just go, and you, I do like that cracking. It's like, you know what I mean? He's, I mean, that's why I want to see. I'm like, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he go gonna, kill everybody. Is he kill this whole <laughs> front row? Just fights the whole audience. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. It's like I said to him on his podcast one time, that time I was on, and I said, you know, I go, what's the practical use of jujitsu? And he says, well, if we were in a fight, I would kill you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I just think to myself, does he mean that? You know what I mean. He so, does. but anyway, he's like he got a way about him. So, so I go any even the most zen, right? Weed smoking, yeah, uh, philosophical, philosophical type person. We snap, especially for on stage every single night. You're asking me to be, you know, keep my cool for 365 days of the year. So hard because the one night I'm not is the only one they're gonna remember. It's the one they'll see. It's the one they'll see. Yeah. Especially with the stupid internet right now. <laughs> I know. I know. Somebody's recording in the back and they go, oh, check out Griffin calling this chick a cunt or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it'll be like, yeah. oh, no. But she unless you're somebody, it. unless you're crazy and then you get away with it. Unless you're like Brian Holtzman, he can just do it and no one says anything. If you're crazy enough, you're allowed to get away with anything. That's the best part. You know, you're too human. 
That's your problem. That's, but that's I, have, your problem. I have a, too much empathy. Yeah, that's your I wish problem. I, I wish I was a soulless monster Yeah, sometime. if you were batshit, it I'd wouldn't matter. I'd probably be more famous. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's going to be, that's going to be, in your book, <laughs> yeah, my if book, I was I'm more Ryan, of a soulless monster, I would have been be famous. Called, yeah, complaining with Griffin. Bitching with Griffin. You know, it's like I remember one time at the comedy store, and this is like a story about Jeff Scott, you know, oh, I don't remember yeah. this. There was a girl in the, in, the, in the crowd, she kept going, she kept going. Not even just with me, she kept going. And I said to her, you know, I'm like a parking meter, right? A parking attendant right now. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not trying to call you a cunt. I said this. I'm not trying to do that. But it's like a parking person. I'm telling you, you can't park here. Right. You, you're gonna get a ticket. <laughs> you're gonna get a ticket. You're gonna get a ticket. She kept going. You can't park here, you know? And then she kept going. I was like, you, you know. <laughs> but the way I set it up, the whole crowd loved it because it was like, you know what I yeah. mean? And Jeff Scott came up to me afterwards. He just loved it. You know? Yeah. He just said, Oh, I love the way you set it up with the parking. And he said, You told her. She did it. You know, he was like on my side. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Bless him. He I didn't to, do it. I didn't go to his uh, thing. They had a thing for him. I did it online. I don't like those kinds of things. So well, I just I didn't I, did I, it I think I did my own thing for him on my web podcast, but I just kinda like I don't I did it online and then late <clears throat> one night I drove i wanted to get out of the house sometimes i take drives at night i just get out of the house and we took a drive down to the store because i hadn't been over the uh, over uh, near there in a long time and and uh wow, it's so weird hollywood looks so different now man it's like half the stuff is gone or shut down yeah. but we just went back and sat and looked at the vigil for i don't know like an hour or something like that it was weird it was also weird seeing that building that i'm not in anymore it's like a second home it's like my it's like my uh <laughs> i have no relativity to this because i never had like a beach house or anything secondary you, yeah, you know what i mean me. but like to me that was like a beach like that to me was like that's my vacation house yeah yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah. whatever that means to people when i would just drive by it on my nights off if i'm going to like dinner i'm always like it's i live there that's my other yeah, so I'm it's not, weird to drive by it now and see it and i just be, i'm all, i'm just prepared for whatever i'm prepared for the shore family sold the place Mm-hmm. And it's now yeah. going to be a. I think about that all the time. It's going to be a Soho house, or it'll be a. It'll be a. Um, yeah. It'll, well, it'll probably be like a. It would just get turned into a big coffee shop, <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking nine thousand square foot coffee shop. They need to just turn it into like a, mu- a comedy museum, anyway. Yeah, then we'd actually make some money from that place. They would charge them, and then they give us some money. <laughs> I know something like that. <laughs> um, all right, Griff, I love you. Um, Thank you. Do me a favor. You know, we end the episode. One word or one phrase. You got to look into the camera when I get off. Whatever you say is going to end the episode. So take us home. Go ahead. I have nothing. <laughs> In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the Gingers, oh hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.